Hey gang, did you hear that notification? I just got a notification as soon as I started. Well, hey, I just want to welcome you uh, to the 2021 book review. I do this every year. Uh, I want to say this is the fourth year that I've done this. And so usually it's one of the top things uh, that is played on my podcast, which has been inactive for about two years, maybe doing something uh, to change that this year. But uh, I did want to be faithful to this because last year I didn't do, I did one podcast at the start of COVID and then I didn't do another one until my book review. And so it's always something uh, that, that I, I like to do just to kind of keep people uh, up to speed on what I've been reading and kind of my thoughts on a few of the things uh, that I've been reading. Um, this year in 2022, I, I don't plan on reading a lot. I'm actually intentionally taking a little bit of a rest because I've been working on a book for about two years and I'm really going to just focus the time that I'd be reading on writing. I do have one book sitting on my, on my, in my spot right now that I, that I want to read that I got for Christmas. But besides that, I'm really trying to, t- trying to pull back a little bit. I'm sure I'll be reading some this year. Uh, but my goal in 2021 was to get through 20 books. That's usually where I'm trying to aim at. And I hit exactly 20 books. Um, that's kind of kind of high for me. That's reading most days. And, uh, you know, it's uh, this year was a great, great year of reading. As I was looking over this list uh, that I've had, I have a Goodreads account. Uh, just seeing all the books that I've read uh, this year and reflecting back on that man, there have been a lot of big moments in my reading. And so I want to go through a few of them. Um, I, I always take pictures of my book stack. And this year I realized that there's like four or five books that are missing from my stack. And so I went back to Goodreads and I was like, man, I don't know where these books are. So I'll probably lent them out. So if you're listening to this and I lent you a book, come on, bring it back home so I can take pictures of it. So anyway, I love having an office full of books and books are so important and it's just so good to just kind of dial in uh, to just words on a page or if you listen to books or however it is that, that you consume uh, content. It's just really important that you get uh, to a spot to do that. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in and kind of go through the books that I have here physically and then highlight some that I, that I didn't have. So this book right here, one of the first books I read this year, Ministering in Honor and Shame Cultures um, by Jason Georges and Mark Baker. And so this book was recommended to me. This is probably the biggest challenge to my worldview of any book I've ever read. And by worldview, I don't mean my Christian worldview, but my American worldview, my Western worldview. And he talks about a lot about ministering in cultures of the world that that function different. Most countries in the world function with a shame-based mindset. And in America and in Western cultures, we, we function more of in a guilt-based mindset. And so part of the reason why uh, that Westerners are very independent is kind of the way that they, they're not too concerned about bringing shame on their culture. Very culturally relevant as, as a Westerner, as an American, but also just really, really good um, as a believer uh, who ministers in a third world country. We have a ministry in Haiti and just being able to understand them a little bit more and how they see their faith as more of a communal aspect. And in America, we're all about independence and sometimes to our detriment. So I would highly recommend this book. It's great for kind of breaking down that mindset, not realizing that everybody has uh, the, the, the same uh, function base that we do in the sense of how we even view certain uh, virtues and values in a culture really gave me uh, a, a little bit more grace. I wish I would have read this when I was in El Paso, just understanding the Hispanic population and how they treat things, even 
things like being late that I always thought was, you know, kind of disrespectful. It actually gave me grace to understand things from a little bit different uh, aspect. So any, anyway, again, highly recommended. This is from a guy in our church that recommended us, uh, this to me. Ministering in honor and shame cultures. Must read, must read, must read. Um, N.T. Wright, Following Jesus. Anything by N.T. Wright's really good. I highly recommend that. I'm not going to go into that. Uh, Pastor Scott Wilson actually read two of his books this year. This one was on prayer. Prayer was uh, a lot of our focus this year at our church, and so I read a lot on prayer. P3, great practical leading for prayer. Of course, you can't talk about prayer without talking about praying in the Spirit. So there's a great book, Pray in the Spirit by uh, author Wallace. But I would say probably the most important book on prayer, or, or I would say the the most significant book that I've read on prayer, and I actually read this when I came to the Lord a long time ago, Could You Not Tarry One Hour by Larry Lee. Now, this book right here, um, for us charismatics, man, this is awesome. It goes through the Lord's Prayer. Um, it's, you know, it could be like we think, man, I could never pray an hour. That's kind of where he talks about from, but he really breaks down the Lord's Prayer. This book is so practical. Um, it's very, very old school, you know, early nineties kind of mindset. I, I just loved it. it. It's a great book. Again, I read it a long time ago. Didn't remember most of what I read. And so it's just a great book. I can highly recommend this, uh, especially if, for us charismatic people. So it's a great book. Could you not tarry one hour? Uh, also read J.O. Packer on prayer, praying the Lord's prayer. This one was solid. Uh, really all the books that I read this year were really good. Trying to think what else was on prayer. Not really so much prayer, but just on posture. This book right here was highly recommended. A lot of people read this this year. Uh, Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. I think it's how you say it. Anyway, this was recommended uh, by several friends. Great book. If you've read Brennan Manning stuff, uh, very similar to that. Really about humility and just the posture of our heart. Important book. Um, Probably the most important book that I read this year um, and probably would highly recommend anyone read, any anyone read, um, would be Another Gospel by Alicia Childers. This book, her podcast is phenomenal too if you're into podcasting. She really deals with the uh, just the idea of progressive Christianity and people that are quick questioning the gospel, people that want to throw out the scriptures and embrace Jesus, which you can't really do. Jesus is in the scriptures. But she just deals a lot with progressive Christianity and a lot of the thought mindsets behind Westerners right now in regard to that. So I don't know why I was having a little glitch here freezing up. So I wanted to make sure I was back on here. But anyway, Alicia Childers, again, so important, such an important book, another gospel. Highly recommend. Um, I might want to say this. If I, if I said read one book that I'm talking about today, read this one. It's really good. Very accessible, easy. Kind of apologetic space, but just very accessible. Really good. Alicia Childers, another gospel. Get it, get it, get it, read it. I'll buy it for you if I have to. Read it. Uh, not everybody take me up on that offer. Um, phenomenal classic right here. Leonard Gravenhill, Why Revival Terry's. Incredible book. Bill Johnson also wrote a book on revival this year, Open Heavens. I love Bill Johnson. Y'all that know me well know that I love him. Just such a great book. His thoughts on revival. I just, I don't think there's anybody that writes better on it. But of course, this is a classic, Leonard Ravenhill's Why Revival Terry's. Recommend both those books, all the books that I read this year. Highly recommend. The other Scott Wilson book I read is on leadership, impact, uh, speaking. This is a great book. Uh, it's very, very short, um, great, accessible, portable, great book to read. Maybe if you're on a plane or you're taking a trip, sh uh, short trip, just great book on leadership, just in general. 
uh, called Impact. He's just talking about influence. Um, speaking of leadership stuff, uh, don't sweat the small stuff. This book was recommended to me. I, I, I want to believe this is probably the second book I read this year. This book helped me so much. If you're like me, uh, you're detail oriented. You can get caught up so much in just, you know, the small stuff. I get caught up in the small stuff all the time. And so this book does a great, great job. It's written like a devotional. I, I forgot that. And I'm looking at it right now. That's right. It's just, just bite-sized chapters. If you're not really a reader, this is a great book because you can treat it like a devotional. It, it's like a page and a half each chapter. So I would read like three or four a day. And it's just really good. In fact, I may read this again this year just to have something that, that is kind of reminding me and help me to, to have a better grip. This is probably, as, as far as like self-improvement um, and leadership, this is this is a must. Don't Sweat the Small Stuff by Richard Carlson. Great book. Um, another great book, just thinking about, you know, personal development, uh, spiritual development. Uh, Peter Scazzaro, I think is his name. I'm, I'm probably mispronouncing this, but... Um, this is a pretty popular book among believers. Uh, also, just something that a lot of people do in Bible studies. Great book, emotional, healthy spirituality. This book just really talks a lot about it, it, the hot the, the, the tagline right here. It's it's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. And so, it just talks about like the difference the difference between being spiritual and being emotional. And I think I've, we've been in the Lord a long time. We realize that there's some tension there. And so I think a lot of people think that you can be mature spiritually, but immature emotionally, but that's not the case. And so our spirit should lead our emotions. Just a really good book. I didn't really learn anything new from this, but was reminded about a lot of things. Just really, really good. Um, kind of a topic that I've studied for a long time, just about being emotionally healthy um, and how that connects to our spiritual life. And so I'd really, again, highly recommend this emotional, healthy spirituality. And I know folks that uh, lead Bible studies and stuff with this, and they are way high up on this book. So, um, and if you want more information on that, I'd probably point that along because they're, they're deeper into it. But it's a great book. Great book. Again, all the books I read this year. Uh, Craig Groeschel, Winning the War in Your Mind. You can see that some of my, I have trends that I go through. So I'm just trying to, you know, get a better grasp on, on, on the inner me. And so Craig Groeschel is always a great uh, great read. And so this is a great book as well. A couple of books that were not on that I didn't have right in front of me that I would highly recommend. One is Robert Morris, The Blessed Life. Um, I've heard people talk about that. I've watched videos about the book. Uh, Robert Morris's big thing has always been the tithe. Uh, Robert Morris, uh, who pastors Gateway Church, that book, The Blessed Life, I wish every Christian would read that book. It really, really, really helps us to understand that, that we were blessed to be a blessing, that God has really created us in such a way that, that we are to be blessings. And just so many practical things in there. Um, I would, man, I, I, I really, if, if my church said, hey, what, what book should we read this year? That would be one of, one of the top on the list. Another gospel would be, would we really want um, for everybody to just have a little bit better uh, grip on your faith and understanding that and how to defend your faith. But this one, as far as just like you're interacting uh, with people and just having a generous spirit, it's so good. Uh, trying to think if anything else is on here. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, just great, great year of reading for me. Uh, I have images here I'll be sharing uh, in comments and all those things. It shows all the books that I've read this year. Uh, likely even post this on my website that I've been really inactive with. So anyway, 20 books this year. 
They were great. What are you reading? Uh, what do you recommend? Let's talk about it in the comments. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's been an incredible year. Um, believing God for incredible things in 2021. Hopefully I'll have a book of my own at the end of 2022. And so I'm really looking forward uh, to next year and just all that God has. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to listen and let's talk about it.